0: JEREMY BENTHAM, THE PRINCIPLES OF MORALS AND LEGISLATION, CHAPTER Sixteen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Please note that in the following recording, footnotes have been omitted for the sake of intelligibility. DIVISION OF OFFENSES section one classes of offences one it is necessary at the outset to make a distinction between such acts as are or may be and such as ought to be offences an act may be an offence which they whom the community are of in the habit of obeying shall be pleased to make one that too is any act which they shall be pleased to prohibit or to punish But upon the principle of utility, such acts alone ought to be made offenses, as the good of the community requires should be made so. 2. The good of the community cannot require that any act should be made an offense which is not liable, in some way or other, to be detrimental to the community. For in the case of such an act, all punishment is groundless. 3 but if the whole assemblage of any number of individuals be considered as constituting an imaginary compound body a community or political state any act that is detrimental to any one or more of those members is as to so much of its effects detrimental to the state for an act cannot be detrimental to a state but by being detrimental to some one or more of the individuals that compose it. But these individuals may be either assignable or unassignable. 5. When there is any assignable individual to whom an offense is detrimental, that person may either be a person other than the offender or the offender himself. 6. Offenses that are detrimental in the first instance, to assignable persons other than the offender, may be termed by one common name offences against individuals, and of these may be composed the first class of offences. To contrast them with offences of the second and fourth classes, it may also sometimes be convenient to style them private offences. To contrast them at the same time with offences of the third class, they may be styled private extra-regarding offences when it appears in general that there are persons to whom the act in question may be detrimental but such persons cannot be individually assigned the circle within which it appears that they may be found is either of less extent than that which comprises the whole community or not if of less the persons comprised within this lesser circle may be considered for this purpose as composing a body of themselves comprised within but distinguishable from the greater body of the whole community the circumstance that constitutes the union between the members of this lesser body may be either their residence within a particular place or in short any other less explicit principle of union which may serve to distinguish them from the remaining members of the community in the first case the act may be styled an offense against a neighborhood in the second An offence against a particular class of persons in the community. Offences, then, against a class or neighbourhood, may together constitute the second class of offences. To contrast them with private offences on the one hand and public on the other, they may also be styled semi-public offences. 8. Offences which in the first instance are detrimental to the offender himself and to no one else, unless it be by their being detrimental to himself may serve to compose a third class. To contrast them the better with offences of the first, second, and fourth classes, all which are of transitive nature, they might be styled intransitive offences, but better still, self-regarding. 9 the fourth class may be composed of such acts as ought to be made offences on account of the distant mischief which they threaten to bring upon unassignable indefinite multitude of the whole number of individuals of which the community is composed although no particular individual should appear more likely to be a sufferer by them than another these may be called public offences or offences against the state 10. A fifth class, or appendix, may be composed of such acts as, according to the circumstances in which they are committed, or, and more particularly, according to the purposes to which they are applied, may be detrimental to any one of the ways in which the act of one man can be detrimental to another. These may be termed multiform, or heterogeneous, offenses. Offenses that are in this case may be reduced to two great heads. First, offenses by falsehood, and second, offenses against trust. End of chapter 16, section 1.